Hello and welcome to the Key Moment podcast. I'm your host, Leisha Holmes, and this is a podcast by a recruiter with guests from across the business world. So whether you're a fellow recruiter, an entrepreneur seeking inspiration, or a business enthusiast just listening in, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields on a variety of hot topics. So thank you for listening to The Key Moment. Hello, and next guest to welcome to The Key Moment is Adrian Stevenson of Workplace. Welcome, Adrian. Well, good morning, Leisha. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. How are you? Good, nice to see you. And to see you too. Adrian, I've invited you here today because I'd like you to talk a little bit about um, the phenomena of co-sharing workspaces. But first of all, could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be here? Yeah, sure. Um, I am a hotelier, so um, after leaving uh, university, I worked in hotels and served the service industry for 30 years and um, organised, managed and um, project managed hotels. Um, And then with my business partners, Jane and Louise, who I worked with for many years, we decided to set up our own business. Um, And we wanted to bring the hospitality and the service side of um, that we knew our knowledge into workplace and that's how we started. That's fantastic, what a great background. So how did the actual idea for workplace come about? Um, we were looking for offices ourselves and we trudged the city and we decided there was nowhere that we could find that was um, enjoyable, it fitted our sort of standards. We started meeting um, to do strategic business meetings in coffee shops and it was awkward because there was always someone with a push chair next to us or someone else trying to do an interview and we couldn't talk. Um, and we decided to really investigate why there wasn't anything for professional people that wanted to somewhere to work but actually meet like-minded people um, and have it as a place to base their business. So we started to do research, we did research in the States and through London and the UK, and that's how the idea evolved. It's absolutely fantastic. And, and so now where Workplace is, who do you think it appeals to? We definitely uh, appeal to the professional um, freelancer. Um, we uh, have a little bit of a, a difference to most of the co-working spaces. We actively don't here at Workplace have pool tables and beer taps and bean bags because at the end of the day people do have to get down, buckle down, get on with some work. But we also want the place to be fun, we want people to be, feel comfortable, we want it to be a hosted environment and we want it really to show their brand off and their business. Absolutely and as, um, obviously as one of your um, hot desks I've been here for two and a half years um, I can certainly advocate everything that you said there about appealing to the professional sort of discreet business owner that wants somewhere that they can come and you know be around like-minded people get on with their day's work but equally have a good you know catch up on Brilliant, that's what yeah absolutely so from an employer's perspective you know broadly speaking about co-sharing what do you think the benefits are of having a co-shared space rather than a sort of more old-fashioned office on a lease well i think stating the obvious you're not caught into a long-term lease so the contracts are very short mm-hmm. i think it gives your um employees a place to actually still be productive but they're mixing with other people so they're not perhaps left working at home they're working with other businesses as well um, but um, 
I also think it gives people a sense of belonging. You know, there's a lot of teamworks created. People can do business with each other. Um, there's a lot of networking that we don't actively push here, but generally people start talking over coffee, over lunch, and I know a lot of the members have done business with each other. Yeah, the sense of collaboration is, um, like yeah, you say, it's very it's relaxed. It's not forced upon you. Yeah, absolutely. But equally, it's it's that you build up a trusted relationship with somebody that you might never have met otherwise. So I think yeah, that's really absolutely. quite um, quite interesting as well. So um, not to focus on anything negative, but what would you see as potential challenges around co-working for potential employers to think about? Um, I think when they're looking at spaces, they really need to look at the type of space that they are putting their employees into. Um, there's a lot of very different co-working spaces across the country and the city. So it really needs to fit with your brand. It needs to fit with your people. Um, and it, it, that, that's one of the key things to make it work. I'd also make sure that people really look at the contracts, mm -hmm. make sure what they're tied into, make sure if there's no hidden extras, you know, make sure they are getting an all-inclusive price um, and that they are getting the right hours of opening that works with their business as well. Correct, but also when you think about scalability, you know, a lot of companies might consider a co-shared space if they're still fairly small or a startup, but if they're looking at scaling their business up, is there flexibility to actually Absolutely. then move into bigger Absolutely. offices? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Certainly here we've had people that have started probably hot desking and then they've moved into offices and since then scaled up into other offices. And we don't penalise anybody for that and say, well, you've actually signed a three-month contract mm -hmm. so therefore you can't scale up. We actually are flexible and, and, and a lot of businesses here have grown and, and most of the business here is based on loyalty. Mm -hmm. They've grown to that point. So Absolutely. we've got people that have started with a two-man office that are now sort of 12 plus. And I think that, you know, if we look at the gig economy, I think co-sharing is very sort of now in terms of what's going on in the trends and people don't want to be laying out, like you say, for huge big costly rents with, you know, we're thinking of growing up to 12 people, we're only at three now and you're paying for desks for 12. It actually means it's just more economical for businesses. Yeah, more economical and flexible so that people can upscale. And of course, people do downscale because they might open another regional office and they don't need the space anymore. So they need to actually go the other way and downscale. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm asking you to dust off your crystal ball here, Adrian, but what future trends can you see in co-sharing spaces? Um, I think it's only going to get bigger. I think there, it's something that um, more and more people just know about. If you look back in sort of 2007, there was only about 15 co-working spaces. Um, you know, you're up to about 150,000 now. Um, and I think, you know, projected into 2020, we're looking at probably three and a half million people that will co-work. Um, and it's not just people like yourself, Alicia, so it's not freelancers, small businesses, business professionals, the likes of IBM, Microsoft, HSBC, they're all taking co-working spaces because they realise that their employees like to be involved in a different kind of working environment. And as flexible working becomes more of a more of a growth trend as well, we're all available on phones, through social media, you know, it's much easier to manage a flexible workforce. I can see that that future trend will continue to grow like you say. So spaces like workplace are going to become more commonplace than, like you say, the traditional office block where people yeah. can go at eight, eight till six. Absolutely, and I think, you know, that's one of the key things here at Workplace we offer is flexible memberships. So you could work here five days a month, 12 or full time. Mm 
Um, there's a lot more part-time workers predicted to come into, into the workplace. Um, sharing jobs, and, and I think that's why it really does work. People need that flexibility. Um, and, it, and it's great some people work from home, but then they can have the office environment as well. Have you ever had a situation where there's been a breach of confidentiality? Because ultimately, if you're hot desking, you're thinking about hot desking, you don't actually know necessarily who you sat next to day to day. If you had a situation like that, or hypothetically speaking, how would you manage that? Um, we really haven't had too much of an issue here um, ourselves. I think you there is an onus on the individual to be obviously aware who you're sitting with. Um, that's, that's down again to the individual introducing themselves and making sure that they know the sort of business that they're sitting alongside. Um, we do actively try and limit um, a certain type of business here at Workplace. Yeah. So for example, if there was a, a, too many lawyers, we would stop that membership for mm -hmm. a certain period of time. Um, for those reasons, and also because we don't want to be seen to be just a co-working space for lawyers or recruiters yes, or correct. designers. Yes, so. you want to be open to everybody absolutely. and anybody that's, yeah, that's available to it. Adrian, one of the reasons that I love being at Workplace is that um, obviously I come and go as a working mum around the needs of my family, but I leave Shannon here, Shannon's here full time. And one of the things that I feel really comfortable about is that there's always a chaperone here with her. Um, what are your thoughts on that in terms of ensuring, you know, the thought process behind choosing a workplace for you know, people that don't want to put their stuff in a vulnerable position. I think it's a really interesting one, and especially for a female lone worker. I mean, the increase is huge. That um, it's predicted now that in the next year, forty-four percent of co-workers are going to be female. Um, and I think it is important that you also make sure that there's CCTV, security on the doors, um, and there is somebody around um, because the increase is huge for female workers. Um, so it's another great thing to make sure you're looking for when you are viewing spaces. Without a shadow of a doubt. So in terms of your top tips for people considering a co-shared space, what would they be? Um, top tips is to go out and really have a look at what's available in the city you're working, going to look at. They are very, very different. Um, check the leases, check what you're actually signing up to contract-wise. Um, really make sure that it is an inclusive package and there's no extras because a lot of the co-working spaces will charge you for extras on top of that. And really try and be able to spend a day in the place and get a feel for it. Yeah, so, which obviously you do. You have we the, do. the, the, we the do, day yeah. trial, don't you? That's absolutely right. That's, yeah. that's brilliant advice. One final question for you, Adrian, is what is your top mantra for success? My top mantra for success, I think, is to be always listening to people. I think to never, ever um, not take a piece of advice, sit and think about it and how you can actually use that. Mm, very good reflections. I like it. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure for you to join me here today, Adrian. Thank you so much for taking for time out of your day. And thanks for bringing the biscuits as well. That's always, always a ready supply. Thank you. Thank you.